Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey Sinners, you're listening to Sinful Cuts, the podcast that takes a look at the wild, weird, and wonderful world of horror. We take a deep dive into some of your favorite movies, possibly uncover some hidden gems, sometimes we even get some stinkers. Thank you so much for joining us, we truly love having you here. Please sit back, take a listen, and let's get our scare on. <laughs> Thrill me. Uh, hello, sinners, and welcome to Sinful Cuts and our Shortcuts episode. And this is volume 12. We have a dozen shortcuts. If you stack them up, they are one regular size cut <laughs> so that's what we have now like a nice loaf of bread that's right that's right <laughs> so we are doling out slices of all the horror happenings this week and things are getting exciting and things are starting to pick up and I, we just really need to make it through the end of december and then usually in the first couple of months of the new year the studios tend to drop some horror movies because the studios still believe that horror movies don't make any money and they're not popular and they dump them in the beginning of the year. And you know what? We absolutely love that because there's nothing better than January, February, March. You get at least one good, absolute, knock-your-socks-off horror movie. I would have to say, because like Scream, not Scream, uh, well, yeah, Scream uh, did come out in the uh, winter, uh, but I was thinking Smile. Oh, Okay. And then I was also thinking, um, I think Barbarian was probably more towards like the spring-ish, but you get that, that like four-month window right there where without fail, and now I'm probably jinxing it because I'm saying it out loud, but without fail, you usually get one horror movie that's really not on anyone's radar, 
but just absolutely hits and then word of mouth starts to spread and that's my favorite kind of horror movie yeah absolutely so you know we can't do anything until we get the birthdays out of the way yes i got some good ones for you all right i'm so excited <clears throat> all right so i got three in total so i got 1978 invasion of the body snatchers you know i just missed this it was at cinema art center last saturday but jen and i had a dinner date and all week long i was like i wonder if i could somehow spin this dinner date into me taking my wife to a horror movie that i really want to see and i chickened out and i didn't uh... do it i know i'm such a chicken yeah. <laughs> and then we went to dinner and it wasn't even good fail on both that movie philip kaufman with Donald Sutherland mm -hmm. and Brooke Adams. A very young Donald Sutherland, too. Right? Yeah. Possibly. Oh, man. I mean, this is pretty high up there. No, I'm actually going to... I'll co-sign on it. This is absolutely one of my top ten horror movies of all time. Okay. I love this movie. Because so I love the original. Same here. In 1956, I believe. And how about you get the fact that, um, oh, man, I'm never going to remember his name on the fly right now, but you get the original actor from the that shows up in um, the remake. Yes. Or the retelling, I suppose. And I, oh, I love it so much. It's so good. Oh, and I mean, Sinners, you know, we're actually doing Gremlins after we finish this um, Shortcuts episode. That actor shows up in, I think, a few Dante movies. Does he? And if it's Kevin, his name is Mac Kevin McCarthy. I McCarthy, I believe, yeah. Not the piece of shit from yeah, Kevin Congress. Uh, the absolutely <laughs> kissable face, beautiful man who was in the Invasion of the Body Snatchers. <laughs> so... I mean, just to be clear, what, what what's a shortcuts episode without a potential lawsuit coming our way? So, anyway, sinners, um, Kevin McCarthy, yeah, he shows up in Inner Space, and I want to say he shows up in another Dante, but I'll have to check that out. But anyway, kisses all over the face. God, I love that movie. What else you got? All right, next one up, nineteen ninety eight, The Faculty. No, okay. I loved this movie. I know you do. I know. <laughs> I know you do. And I like this movie. Okay. I like this movie a lot, actually. But my, my, my celeb crush is in it. Wait. Oh, wait. All right. Don't you dare say a word. Uh-huh. Don't you dare say a word. Is it? Because I know how you feel about Josh Hartnett. But is this possibly... Elijah Wood? Yeah. Yeah, girl. Yeah. I love Elijah Wood. You're getting there. High fives. Hey, that line starts right here. Love to have you on the podcast, oh, Elijah. Elijah Wood is horror royalty. Because we've talked about this before, mm -hmm. how he supports the genre so much. He does such great things. Every interview I've ever seen with him, he seems like an absolute delight and just so much fun and a, like a very nice, decent person. Yes. So. I agree. Oh, kisses on bull cheeks for Elijah Wood. Damn, you and I might have to enter the octagon to <laughs> battle out. Who's going to kiss Elijah Wood's face first? Oh, yeah. I will, I will pummel you to the ground <laughs> first. Well, hold on. As if we're running from a horde of zombies. Oh, hold on. If I didn't get beat up for the impression I did of you last week, I feel pretty confident you're not going to beat me up now. But we'll see. But we shall see. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. The faculty... All right, I have to. I know I've told sinners, forgive me, because I know I repeat stories, but I know I have to tell you the story again. Fonka Jansen, nineteen, I want to say ninety-two, sitting in front of me, but to the side, at Goodfellas, Nineteenth Street uh, movie theater in the city, and I didn't watch one single second of a almost three-hour movie. 
because I just looked the side of her face for three hours, <laughs> which is incredibly creepy. Yes, I, I would say so. I'll own that. I will own that. But she is, you know, like you see, you see these gorgeous uh, people just on screen, and then you see them in real life, and you're like, you. You're not. It's you can't be that good looking. Yeah, it's insane. You know, <laughs> like, she looked like almost like a statue. She know? looked like a, and I mean this is a compliment, Fomka, because I know you're listening. <laughs> she looked like the sexiest vampire you've ever oh, seen in your life. Okay. You know, I mean, she's just tall with that jet black hair. She was literally stunning. Literally, stunning. thanks a lot. You fucked up the experience of me seeing Goodfellas for the first time. So that's on you, Fomka. <laughs> but jeez, I mean, oh my god, but gorge. I mean, how about a like a like a uh, Elijah Wood Fonka Jensen combination? <laughs> oh, we, that would be the best day of our lives. Jeez, we're getting all our crushes out today <laughs> on the episode. All right, so Faculty, I literally watched it about a month ago. Okay, and um, I'm this movie's growing on me. I'm getting I'm a solid solid like, and I'm creeping up into a love. It's good. I I think me. I it also probably just came out like at a at a good time. It did. I feel like at like nineteen ninety eight. Like it it was, it wasn't a great year. I feel like for horror, like a great time frame. Like the nineties as almost as a whole, like the late nineties. But this, I think, it came out like at the at a good time. We're still kind of like hopscotching on that high we got from Scream in ninety six, and I feel like. Everything was so great because then the mummy comes out as well, and we had so much good. We got the goodies, and then two thousand came, and all the wheels <laughs> flew off the bus, and the bus exploded. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I mean, we got it back. We yeah, we got yeah, the mojo yeah, back. Like a roller coaster ride, I guess. What else you got? All right, one more, and this is a big one. Oh shoot! You already told me this one. Yeah, nineteen seventy three. So fifty years, The Exorcist. Okay. Serious question. Is this the scariest movie you've ever seen in your life? I think it, it kind of is. And I think, yeah. especially with my experience, I was eleven years old when I first saw well, it. It's also like by you my know, dad's recommendation. I, that's <laughs> dad. I that I can't even tell you how happy that makes me. <laughs> I can't even tell you how happy that makes me. But I mean, look, my parents took me to Jaws. I was six, you know, like it uh, just yeah. That's the way it happened back then. Yeah. You open the paper and your parents were like, this looks good. Get in the car. We're going. Yeah. And then you were in therapy for, <laughs> for the next 25 years and, you know, can't go in the shower. But this movie, especially if, um, and I think, I mean, Shannon, I think, I mean, I grew up Catholic. Uh, so if you're catholic especially catholic in the 70s mm. and then this movie comes out it just really i mean there's no other way to put it it just royally fucked you up it really did you know yeah, absolutely i i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I watch it now. Not a lot. I watch it now. You know what? This movie now, as far as, like, my, um, my, uh, demon possession, I'm, uh, because <laughs> I... It's weird to say this, but in my mind, Rosemary's Baby is boxing out The Exorcist right now in like the ongoing tally in my head. I was going to say, because that is a close second of, I just, here's the thing with, with, uh, at least the differences to me with Rosemary's Baby. First of all, it's, it it was beautifully written and beautifully executed. Yeah. But to me, that was a lot more eerie. Yes. The whole time. Yes. Where The Exorcist was just straight up fucking scary. Well, and the, the filmmaking styles are so different as well. Because, like, Rosemary's Baby almost leans into, like, a little bit of, like, the, the like, 60s... It's still holding on to, like, that 60s studio system, you know, with the sets and the costume design and the set decoration. Mm-hmm. Which works insanely well for the film because then you have, you know, d- d- demonic rape. Like, you're just not prepared for where the yeah. movie goes. Where the Exorcist, it's, like, it's freaking filming in this... I don't want to say that it's, like, a, a guerrilla style, because it's not. But it's just different. Yeah. You know, it's just different. Like it's People a, weren't ready for it, too. No. Especially during these time frames. It's almost like some scenes were almost, like, documentary. But both of the films are shot insanely beautifully and well. But I love the fact that they're so different. They're so visually different at the same time. But yeah, right now I'm I'm on a real Rosemary's baby high. Okay. Um but it's weird. Like, do you do that in your head? You're like, well this one's a little ahead of this one, or am I just a weirdo? What, like when you compare like a movie to a movie? Yeah. Uh, no, I feel like I do that all the time. Right? Like, yeah. Movie- I'm always researching movies, so there's always like a, a there's always a movie in the forefront of my head, especially now since we started this podcast. Right? Yeah, I'm always looking at a. I do this weird you know, thing yeah. now, where like whatever whatever genre or subgenre or sub sub subgenre we're talking about, it's almost like horses on a racetrack, and I have like my five, mm-hmm. and then they're just vying for for position constantly. I'm so glad that you said that you do something like that too because I thought I was galactically weird. So I was actually like uh, like backtracking on Facebook, like looking up um, whatever I was looking up, honestly. And um, so, uh, I think I was like searching like, you know, for our, we're about to talk about like our top 10. Um, spoiler alert, I only have nine, but whatever. <laughs> I might steal one of yours. <laughs> I, was but, think, uh, <laughs> I wish you hadn't said a thing. And for the tenth one, you picked like a rom com that came out and then I just, argued to death. I just make I just movie. make it up. It's like my own movie. Oh my I'm just gonna make it like eventually. It's the you, best movie you'll ever see. You could have tricked me so easily if you were like, You didn't see the the ball peen hammer? And I'm like, No. Yeah, oh yeah, I came out of Argentina. Would well, you even call yourself a podcaster? <laughs> You could have got me big, probably, big time I, I on that one. But, uh, but I found, when I was looking back, I found like a review that I did back in like 2015. And I'm like, get are out. you doing this for this long? So This yeah. was just waiting to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, um, but those that's it for uh, anniversary birthdays. There, uh, uh, okay. Couple of exciting things, but you know what? I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me do, let me pivot to books. So, um, just because we're pressed for time, I'm really not going to go into the 
like the synopsis. Okay. But it's just kind of the the wrap up because we want to get to the our like end of the year. Yeah, because that might uh, that might take up some time. So this might not be a short shortcuts actually. Yeah, it might be a little bit of a long cut. Hmm? <laughs> Three books. We're gonna wrap up the year with these guys. Uh, the first one is by James Tyler Toothman. What a great last name, Toothman. I can't believe you're not a dentist. <laughs> This book is called Three Sixes and a Forked Tongue or Cold Medicine and a Liar. You know what? That's interesting. Mr. Toothman, bravo on the title. I love it. Okay. So please check that out. Um, you, as always, you can find the synopsis to these books on readjumpscares.com, curated by the incredible Emily Hughes. Next is Children of the Dark by Jonathan Jans. His books are incredibly good, incredibly scary, but he just happens to be one of the most handsome men. It's like him and um, Stephen Graham Jones fight it out for who's the most handsome horror novelist. <laughs> Children of the Dark, please check it out. Then you have The God Machine by Greg F. Oh, Greg, I'm going to real. It, it's G I F U N E. Jifune? Jifune? It feels like Jifune. G I F U N E? Your name's Jifune, Greg. <laughs> Anyway, it we're promoting. <laughs> don't get mad. We're pro- promoting your book, God, God Machine. Check it out. Uh, all these dropped uh, the between the twenty first, twenty ninth, and then um, God Machine just says December, so it's probably out there. Uh, what is today? The seventeenth. Yeah. So uh, that is it for books. But I did want to point out that on readjumpscares.com, Emily has posted her list. Incredibly thorough list of 2024's new horror books Ooh. when Shannon I, I I hit her up on uh on Instagram and I told her when this list comes out it's like that moment in a Christmas Carol where Dickens is visited by the three ghosts and is no longer a monumental asshole and he opens the window and he screams out huzzah boy fetch me a goose what day is it when this list comes out I open the window and I start screaming out it's here it's here people listen to my word and your neighbor is like shut up exactly like like, our queens here he goes again this 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 asshole So, please, if you're into horror fiction, this is one this is one stop shopping for the next twelve months. And of course, Emily updates it on a monthly basis because the publishers, you know, don't give her all the books at once. So it's constantly being updated. So please check that out because it's so great. And then um, we're just gonna finish up with streaming. And I've got let's see, I've got five. Okay. So we have the Sacrifice Game, which is on Shudder. This is a period piece. Uh, I think it's three girls get taken uh, uh, hostage at a boarding school over like the Christmas break. Okay. And it's kind of like a Manson-y vibe cult-ish or criminal-ish kind of people. Okay. But the trailer looked sufficiently interesting is so. that during that time frame like is it in the 60s or is it more modern day no it's in it's it's in that time frame okay cool yeah for sure it's in that time frame okay then you've got there's something in the barn and i actually wanted to tell you about this okay i uh yeah i saw i just saw the trailer this fell shannony to me okay and it fell shawnee to me yeah. <laughs> hey. um martin stars in it who i adore face kisses um it seems like gateway horror. They go to, I believe it's Norway, because he inherits his uh, yeah. the family yeah, the home, co- like the cottage, or, or well, not really cottage, but but and, yeah, but it's in Norway. And elves just start to 
torment him. And I cannot wait to watch this. <laughs> I cannot wait. So that's on VOD. Um, so, you know, streaming platforms, you know, wherever you get, rent your movies, check it out. This one is interesting. This one is called Lord of Misrule. And Ooh. it's full car. Okay. And it is on uh, VOD. Okay. And it's from the director that did The Boy and Orphan First Kill. Now, here's the thing. I understand that some people, those films are a little, you know, they're a little divisive. I happen to like The Boy. It didn't completely land, but I thought it was very well made. Okay. And it's kind of like one of those movies that you put on on a Saturday afternoon, and you're like, this will do. You know? This <laughs> <laughs> is fine. Especially on a rainy day like today. Like, but all right. Orphan First Kill, I will argue, is pretty damn good movie for a sequel. To okay. Or- to I Orphan. Was, I was, you know? I, yeah, I was curious about that, especially because it's... When did Orphan come out? Like, I feel like it came out so long ago. It did, and now they're talking about an Orphan 3 that just like, dropped this yes. week. Yes, I did see that. I'm putting yeah, it out there, that. Sinners. Orphan First Kill is a really entertaining, highly entertaining um, uh, horror movie. It really took me by surprise. And I had passed up on it. I'm like, I don't want to watch Orphan First Kill. What, what are you, nuts? And I started reading the reviews and seeing online. People were like, it's not what you think. You got to check it out. They were right. All right. I definitely got to check that one out. Um, so anyway, back to Lord of Misrule. I checked out the trailer. It is thoroughly full horror. And it looked really good. Okay. It looked creepy as hell. Very atmospheric. Nice. Then you've got... Oh, shoot. I only have four. And then you have uh, Raging Grace, which, again, checked out this trailer. And it looked... This nanny from the Philippines, um, uh, which comes into play... And her daughter take she takes a job as a nanny in this you know gigantic mansion, and I believe she's like hiding her daughter from the owner. Like the daughter doesn't know the the daughter's there. Okay. But it's a mansion, so she's hiding her away, and she's taking care of the lovely old man. And then the vibe from the trailer is that the daughter is trying to kill the old man, but um, from what I've read about it, it's kind of like a class struggle, you know, with very creepy elements and. The trailer looked really good. Okay. So, I have this thing for one location horror movies. I if if a director can pull it off, I'm incredibly impressed. Yeah. You know. Oh, and sinners, you know what I wanted to tell you is that I'm not a huge fan of Rotten Tomatoes because I just I don't like like I don't like the algorithm that they use. Like, I don't know. I just sometimes I don't think it's very fair. Cause yeah. A lot of my f- movies that I like have a splat. You know? Well, I well I also feel like too like they like a lot of people like consider that so high like they're like oh my god like Rotten Tomatoes I'm like fuck Rotten Tomatoes, fuck rotten tomatoes. <laughs> yeah like fuck you Rotten yeah, Tomatoes fuck you yeah if I see you on the street you better fucking be ready to throw <laughs> they will absolutely crush me yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah we'll, we'll 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 be splats <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm just picturing a big tomato <laughs> walking down the street. <laughs> we gotta do that movie one day. Attack, Attack of the Killer, Killer tomatoes. tomatoes. I fucking love that movie. That's gonna be our month of either horror comedies or like horror slapstick. Okay. Because that just goes so far, but I love that. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'll give Rotten Tomatoes credit for, and the one thing I want to put on your on your radar, sinners, is that they actually do a thing that's very, very, very helpful. 
they have a section of new streaming for the month mm-hmm. and they update it weekly so you can go on there and don't don't worry about the ratings don't listen to any of that bullshit yeah. but you can go on there and you can see what dropped for the week and you can play the trailer nice. so as far as that goes that's actually very helpful so okay Rotten Tomatoes good on you for that but if we see you you're gonna go fucked up <laughs> So that's it. Gonna meet you by the flagpole. <laughs> We're gonna be splats. Yeah. We're very splat. <laughs> All right, Shannon, you gotta take us out of here. And that's a cut. Yeah, splats I'm flat. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.